Uh, hello, y'all. Uh, I'm back recording these podcasts once again. Uh, my name is ValorX77. Well, that's my username. And welcome to, well, yet another Valor podcast. Uh, I haven't come up with a name for it. I think I'm going to go with Valorview. No, Valorville is the as the new name for this podcast, well, specifically the ISFL version. The SHL version will remain uh, simply as ValorCast. So, welcome to Valorville. <laughs> I totally did not steal that from uh, the Dudley's version of it, you know, the famous WWE tag team. So, yeah. I'm Today, I'm specifically going to talk about some of the questions I've got answered on my thread and also the upcoming draft. This will majorly be based on the upcoming draft. Uh, I'm going to be taking a swing at where I think I end up uh, talking about, well, most of the league. If you're in a war room and you're listening to this, you probably know where I ended up. So basically, you basically know. And you get to laugh at how pathetically bad my guess is going to be. So, without further ado, let's get into some of the scouting conversations about which teams talk to me first. And, as it turns out... Oh. The first team that reached out was almost a month ago. It was Baltimore who was the first team to reach out to me talking about the draft. Uh, I felt this conversation was a little butchered. It wasn't my best response. If you're wondering, this is Dude Man, who is Baltimore's GM, one of them. So, basically, I was told, at the time, uh, my player, Nakuri Ayame, which shares the same name, and Render, as the virtual YouTuber with the same name. Uh, So, I'm going with running back again with this build. Once again, speed back. I'm trying to see if I can be running back full-time. Potentially, I've said that. I'm open to going back to wide receiver or potentially trying quarterback for the first time. So, yeah, I pretty much, they've asked general stuff like, are you going to max Horn? I guess. I've told some teams I want to stay running back. Other times I've told them that I'm willing to switch. So, I've also had a bit of a war room request as well, because I have been previously in two teams' war rooms, and I've GM'd previously with the Chicago Butchers, GM war room for the Austin Copperheads, and my previous player, Vidal Valor, with the uh, New York Silverbacks. So, I do have a lot of war room experience. I've even tested for some parts, but that was before the Sim switch. Uh, the second team to reach out to me was Honolulu. And this scouting conversation, why, I can't, the word awkward is probably the right word to describe it. It wasn't a GM who talked to me. It was a scout. But basically, I think he was trying to field out personalities for the scouting combo. Saying, like, what would be better among us, cats or dogs? Which I think is a weird question.
So basically, I don't think he's ever gotten back to me. So yeah, this was a butchered, another butchered meeting. So my odds of coming to April Honolulu Baltimore seem quite low for now. If you, if you're one of the GMs on the team and you're hearing this and like, you can gladly laugh at me for making me sound foolish at the time. Uh, just to let y'all know, for the draft, I am going to be working that night. So if that means if you DM me letting me know where I end up, I'm not going to respond right away unless it's slow at my workplace. Then we have the third team and probably the one of my best. The third team to reach out was San Jose. Uh, user was Russ. For don't know, this is San Jose's GM alongside Co. Alongside CK Roy. CK has been the GM for a very, very long time, and he's pretty much held the team. So basically, explained the lore about Nakuriyame a little bit. I basically wanted to try to go for Hall of Fame on this player. And strangely enough, I'm one of the best users, longest lasting users, to have not recorded a single Ultimus win. I have picked up an Ultimini with my previous player, so that ends that drought. So the next player afterwards is... Everybody thought I was... So I was asked about my old teams. I was basically told them about the same stuff. So to be honest, San Jose did get into very much details. They're basically looking at a new bell cow running back. They have Tubby Tim as their current guy, and they have Lil Monkey, which is a CJ Breezy in their system. But here's the problem. Uh, Tubby Tim's entering regression, and Lil Monkey's earning has not been very good. So they're looking to draft a bell cow running back. So that's why they talk they haven't had one since the hall of fame career of my brother uh jamar laxon most of you know him already everybody just calls him jamar so yeah however it did end prematurely next team to talk to me was Orange County. There's another short one. So, yeah. Orange County was the next team to reach out. I basically said that... Here's the thing with Orange County. Jamar is currently on that law. Dover, or I'm just going to call him Dover for the rest. Or Valibro. Dover is also on this team. He is Ace McAllister, one of the best shutdown corners in the league. So the question is can Orange County hold both of us? Uh, Jamar's there to keep me in check. He didn't know that we were brothers, so yeah. So basically, it's a simple conversation. Uh, the next team to reach out. Was. 
another scout. This time it is the current GM of the Dallas Bird Dogs, Mike Whiskey, who is also a scout for the Austin Copperheads. Uh, this user is a, is a former double first overall pick, being taken first overall in the DSFL draft in S37 and first overall in S38. So basically, I didn't. I don't mind where I end up, as long as your locker room's environment is not dead. If you're in a dead locker room, I'm not likely going to talk there, and it's going to not make me motivated because dead locker room means not a winning team, and not a winning team is not good for me. Uh, Austin said they were looking at possibly get wrapped me as either a wide receiver or running back. I don't know who their current running back situation is. So let me go to the TPE tracker that we have. And let's go review Austin's situation. So running back, what? Wide receiver, Moody, and Kaya are there. Running back position. Oh, dear. Yeah, they really need a running back. They do actually... Wait, no, they don't. They actually have Mumon Mossity fan as their running back. And that's 38 guy at 437. So... Yeah. I think they probably were looking for someone who's a fast earner, like myself. So I can definitely see why. So after Austin, the next team to speak was Sarasota, but that was only for a very brief moment because I wanted to streamline my scouting process. So what I decided to do was, unfortunately, this partially led to a ban on this was uh, make answering scouting questions, but using chat GPT, which is an AI software to, uh, answer them. Of course, some of the answers were bobbled, like what I did with the scout revealing all the teams, but I used open AI to write it. That one I'd say was heavily butchered. Sarasota said, Soda had only taken scouting info based on my note. So the next team to reach out was, was Rev. If you don't know, this is the Is the is another scout. This is for Yellowknife, our current champion team. Uh, for those wondering about when I'm going to do my championship week po or off season task, because this is now a uh, media uh, podcast. This will be coming. I'll record it after I'm done with this Valor Valorville podcast. So basically, same old thing. I basically asked. So basically, their need is wide receiver. So let me go pull up their situation. So running back-wise, they have himself, who is the top running back. Uh, Teddy Ojo, Ben D. Brott just hit regression. P-Money's player is also at their peak. The issue is they don't have a quarterback well their current quarterback was the journeyman uh, St. Crispus who went to Chicago so the wide receiver uh, they have Spiff who is eh, going to peak very soon and mostly S35 guys so wide receiver is definitely a need down the line as they have 
their top two guys are close to regression. So they are going to need another wide receiver. But I do see myself going first round. And they traded their first to Honolulu. If the only possible way they're going to get me is if they if I fall to the second round, which I could see that happening, or they trade up. So yeah, Yellowknife definitely needs to look at the receiver position. I've hit a couple. So next up in the scouting conversation wise was this was very suspicious. Berlin contacted me late into the night, like literally hours after the Ultimus, which tells me that I think I'm pretty high on their board. It was Ahmed who sent me this. I've never played for Berlin before. I told my goal. So, basically, Berlin's looking for a bell cow running back. Uh, let me go into their situation. I have this up. So, their best earners are wide receivers, Zane Dangle and Raven. So, and they also got a young quarterback in Air Crow. They have a pretty young group. I got, Berlin's a young team. So, I definitely see them being on the rise very soon. I definitely could be help, assistant to a young. Their running back isn't... Yeah, they definitely need... They also have Lance Jack, but his earnings not that good. So I think they're definitely going running back with this pick. So, yeah. I definitely see Berlin as a good landing spot for myself. They're probably going to need to call me up right away. Based on the current info. Uh, the next team to reach out was the Chicago Butchers. This is the CC who who contacted me. Their GM. If I uh, for a while in Minnesota, uh, he actually was trained under Jamar to be because if you don't know, Jamar was actually briefly Minnesota's GM for a while. So both of us have had GM experience. So, I've had a really, really, really good conversation with Chicago. But here's the problem with them. They have a young guy already at running back. So, they're probably going to have to make me switch to wide receiver. Because they have currently Kent as their guy. If, if you look very closely, you have Frank Ducks, Wrecker, who was just literally drafted last season. So they're definitely looking to have him become the future running back leader. So they're going to make me switch to wide receiver. And I can see why their top guy, Morley's going to be the – their top wide receiver is, is – ugh, he's a return spec. So not that good. They definitely need a wide receiver and badly. Buford's going to be pretty much done to regression soon, so I definitely see that they need help at that position going forward. Was Chicago the last team to contact me? No, we had one more. And that team was Cape Town. Was the Cape Town crash? So, an earlier mock released by Nikki, if you don't know, one of our heavier media writers, uh, suggested that I go, at the time, Cape Town had the sixth overall pick, but they have since slipped as me as their pick. But let me take a look at Cape Town's situation. But here's the funny thing about it. They're still, they were labeled as the... 
Only problem is if with this tracker, you can't see the team. Because of that, you ultimately run into uh, copy pastas about my original player. It, it was basically a meme play, uh, Ryan Lee. So Philadelphia is in an interesting spot. They said they need running back because Dream Sloth is close to regression. Uh, do they have any other young running backs? They do. They have Excellent, who's pretty much about to be dead to regression. So they're looking for someone. Yeah, Philadelphia is in a bit of a problem. Most of their players are going IA. So they could draft me as a running back, but also they could maybe draft as receiver because most of the receiver core is about to be dead to regression. But once again with uh, Berlin, but this team didn't scout me until very late, like during the draft, which tells me that Berlin or Phil, I think based on the teams, I'm cutting it down to three. I'm either getting drafted by what I think is the Berlin Fire Salamanders, San Jose Sabercats, or the Cape Town Crash. But in my opinion, this is a hot take. The Cape Town Crash is not a good rebrand. That logo needs to be fixed. So, yeah. So, I'm about 22 minutes. So, I'm going to review a mock. And if I agree with this pick or not. What I'm actually going to do here is go into the tracker for this. And go through the top players in the draw PPE wise so we got a very heavy high earning class here with talent a lot of them are a lot of great users who are in this class So I'm taking a look here. We have a pretty good amount of users in this class. That I could see could go earlier. They could fall. It could be DSFL lifers. So basically there's like... Out of the 69 people in this class, I'd say about 40 of which are active. And like, let me take a look. Let me count. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. I need to recount. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 1, 2, 3. 23 of which are above 200 TPE. So, we almost have, we do have a full round's worth of 200 plus TPE players. Uh, one of which is a GM player. So, if you have 200 TPE plus, you should have no problem going in the first round because we have a lot of great users in this draft.
But based on the current model, I do not know who could go first overall. So I'm going to use an old media from Nikki as the reference. But, well, let me take a look at this. Someone just dropped a recent mock on a team-based analysis. So... Someone basically did a their 14-round mock on who they think goes highest in the draft. I think this is a pretty good analysis. Okay, I am going to have to correct them about this issue. What they didn't know about this mock, I do have a small issue about it, is that they knew Frank is Sarasota's GM. Yeah, I think this analysis on this mock, I'll get into a little bit, but I'm just going to comment saying. I have to say that they put Frank with Cape Town's pick, even though that Frank is a GM of Sarasota and he has to go later. So I'm just going to have to tell him real quick. It's basically me being bored and stuff. So let me reply to him real quick, and I'll just do a bit of a mock analysis. So, yeah. I just had to correct them real quick. So basically, they did an analysis here. According to this chart, they actually did this based on total TPE average. So they've actually took this down to a science. They did an average. The thing is, y'all might not have a quarterback, but... They did accurately write down who owns each pick. First overall, they say they need D-line, but... Honolulu really needs everything, to be honest with you, as a team on the rebuild. D-line could definitely be someone going first overall. So, according to this mock, they have Alex Armstrong, who was another person from my first ever draft class. This is Dulilo we're talking about. Original member of the Fab V. I can tell you stories of the DSFL back then and how it was cool and there was always bad blood between everybody. But that is another story for another time. For starter. So they could. This is a very good defense. So I could very also I could also see Ken Vold going in this spot. I could also see Bailey going in first overall. I could also see Pib go first. I could also see Mojo Joe going first overall as well. So there is a lot of great users who could go first overall. Hotalu has an endless limit choice. Uh, we'll see Friday night on who they take. I'm running out of time for the first part here. Uh, second overall. Berlin has a D-line issue, but here's the big glaring issue. It's running back. So, they've been pretty much locked into a choice here. I could see out of our top five running backs, which are Howard Coward, which is Joe K. Uh, Tyler One, Pal Dorian, which is another pop fellow podcaster. Uh, he just released another episode, so I recommend you check that out. You got myself, and you got a few others. So, anyway. So. 
apologize for that little interruption. It was the way Anchor records stuff on a PC. Uh, you have to record stuff in 30-minute intervals. So that's why I had to pause it midway because my dog was barking at something as well. Uh, anyway, I just can't control that. So because my dog barks at literally anything outside the door from a person arriving at my house to... Post, post office to he always barks at Amazon trucks and uh, UPS and FedEx a bunch of times so yeah so back to the second overall pick discussion uh, the biggest need here is running back you realistically have I'd say five to six options here you have Probably the favorite to go in this pick, Howard Coward, which is Joe K. Joe K has been a legendary user across all three leagues, major ones, with being International Simulation Football League, Pro Baseball Experience, and Simulation Hockey League, SGM previously, and all, all of those. So you also have Tyler One, who is Paldorian. I already plugged in his podcast in the first part. Then you have the third, which is myself. Based on the scouting conversation, they really seem like they believed I was going to be the future of the franchise. So that tells me I think there's a good chance I could get taken it too. Uh, next, we have Lord Farquaad, which is Ace, another longtime user. Well, he recently came back in ISFL, but he's best known over in SHL. So I could see him going high. Uh, fifth user potentially is another Dallas running back. KK Slider, which is Wolf, another legend who is also a, a guy who starred in SHL, which I think is a pretty good one. The sixth person, uh, this might be a stretch. I'm going to mention Alita Battle Angel here, which is Moonlight. Moonlight has had two Hall of Fame play, or should be two, as I think Big Slamu, his last player, is probably going to get into the Hall of Fame eventually. Probably either two or three seasons from now. His other player was Franklin Armstrong. For those who don't know, probably the greatest quarterback to ever come into ISFL history. So, yeah. You could go wrong with these, but this mock here has Howard Coward. This is heavily based on TPE. So, yeah. Uh, third overall pick, Orange County. This team's talked to me. To me. Of what's been going on. So, according to this mock, Kenvold goes free. Kenvold, in my opinion, is the highest first-gen player, TB1. In this draft. So, Kenvold also went first overall in the DSFL. So, he's definitely a player to watch. He could slip a few spots due to positional needs. But the only problem with Orange County needing corner is that they already have a good corner and a McAllister, which I've already mentioned. This is Jamar. But let me take a look at their situation. I can just go pop this up, tracker, hit Orange County, and we'll see. So their top running guy is Ace McAllister, S35. So they have a weak person there. They have Maddie quarterback. Oh no, their top running back, and Slate's going to become the. They have Simon, who is not earning their... Yeah, their earnings not that good. Because their defense is very old. Seelich, who is pretty much dead regression this year. Doc Holliday's... Their, their other corner is Doc Holliday. So something tells me whoever gets picked here is probably going to be an immediate call-up. I definitely see... Orange County's basically in a rebuild. So, if I'm my opinion, 
you know what? I feel like they could trade Jamari. I definitely see Jamar could be possibly moved to get more picks because they're going to need help on the defensive side of the field, in my opinion, as part of the rebuild. They have to completely overhaul their defense. If that means tanking, they have to. Their defense is not that good. Fourth overall pick. Now, this is a pretty interesting spot. They're lucky they can have Kenville drop here, but according to this box, this doesn't happen. So, they already have four safeties and linebackers. So, Baltimore, I think, is like close to getting out of the rebuild. So, definitely looks like. But I could very well see Baltimore trade up according to this mock. So, let me take a look at Baltimore. Baltimore's team is very young. Once again, got a young quarterback. Oh, no. They have a problem. So, most of their – let me take a look. Most of their guys are very young. Baltimore's a young team. They have the young Brown back in Duke, man. They have the young DTs. They have – oh, boy. They have a kicker. They have – yeah. Their earning is – oh, yikes. They're going to – they definitely need a lot of help. They have Dude Woman as their top DN. Yeah. Uh, I could see them go wide receiver here to go with a compliment. But they only have one corner, according to this, which is Big Noof. I could see them go corner. They could draft cause somebody to switch, or they have one. I could very well see them go wide receiver, but... That would be interesting. So I. Uh, fifth overall, they go best player available. Pib, not so smart. Uh, for New York, I think their main issue was, is the age of the roster. Their their youngest play, sole player was. Corner. So he's gone. So New York's going to need a corner. They do have a young running back in Void. They have Gucci as their... They do have a young corner. Here. <sighs> oh, yeah. They're not in a... New York's not in a good spot. Although having an active old line... Two active old linemen does help a little bit. So, yeah. So, I think they're fine. So, they go safety. Because they're barren as fuck. They don't. They only have one over safety. And it's Cage Creator who is not earning very well. Uh, six overall, San Jose. Uh, they have him going Bailey, linebacker. But, like I said... They could throw a curveball here. And say that they go Bailey. But I could also say that they're looking to go with another. They could go running back here too. So I could see Tyler 1 going here. I could see myself going here at 6. So yeah. Seventh overall, I'm going to have to criticize the pick here. They have four Funky Fresh going here. Uh, what the user did not know at the time was that Frank is Sarasota's GM. So therefore, I've got to wipe this pick out right away.
because of this, I see them But if you, Orange County having Mojo Joe, they have a lot of options. So they could go D lineman. So Mojo Joe could go here. So, also, there is a rumor that they could be looking at running back as well. Number nine, Sarasota. They have Tyler One. But here's the issue with this pick. Uh, if you listen to his podcast, he specifically mentioned not wanting to play... Because running back right now, they do have Peter Zuh, but he's going to be. So, yeah. Uh, next thing that they have on this on this uh, mock is they have Austin going with Clint Mustache. Pretty decent pick. Manic Mav has been a long-time user in the league. Because if they're lucky, uh, number 11, Baltimore's second pick in the draft. This was previously New Orleans' pick. Their help between them with them. So they have Jimmy Ryder, AJW going with this pick. So number 12, Chicago is another team that spoke to me. Their big needs are his defensive line. But they go best available, and they take Walter Gunther, which is Kenny Toe. Kenny Toe is a very interesting proposition. I could see him going high in the draft, but previous create history and inconsistency involving his activeness. But if you don't see, he's very active in the Grey Ducks locker room. So definitely a good sign that he. I think he goes higher than he's projecting his. Mock. Arizona 13. According to this mock, they seem pretty set, but they might want to take a running back or tight end, but they don't need that right now. So they could trade this pick. They could trade down with this pick and have somebody like Yellowknife try to snipe somebody to avoid them going to Honolulu with 14. And they take Jeffy here. Jeffy is someone who's been, I would closely associate with the box history. Bondi, if you're wondering. Or Bondi Beach. So, yeah. 14th overall, according to this mock. They have Rabid Spudge going here, which is the second highest deep. He helped. So, yeah, he actually links to a spreadsheet here, which has the roster, put max, total, average, and puts progressing players. He actually does this sheet very well, which has these teams labeled. So, he did his research here. I'm going to need to give credit where credit is due. Uh, shout out to 
Aeon's Jenny for making this article. Definitely looks like a good... Uh, does this person have a player? Uh, let me take a look. This is S41 player Mary Mary Marie, who just he this person only recently came into the league, so definitely looks like somebody who could go high next draft. And there goes my dog barking again. Can't do anything about it when he's barking like a maniac. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. So, let's see. 16 minutes plus 30. So, so I've got about a few minutes left in this podcast. So, what I'm going to do for the remaining portion of this podcast is is answer for as answer some questions. Once again, the dog barking is still there, which I just simply can't control it since I'm not in the room. So our first few questions we have here is from Dreamsloth. So is first question he asks is, if you had to chunk a gallon of milk, and he says, right now, no questions asked, what cow would it be and why? So, you got normal milk. Chunking milk would be hard because your stomach cannot tolerate all that lactose. If you drink all too much of it, especially, your stomach's not going to feel very well. And you're probably going to throw it up afterwards. Uh, you also have chocolate milk or... Uh, as Minnesota refers it to as chalky milk, I had to say the line. I'm legally obligated to say the line. So, yeah, we have that. I'd probably do the chocolate milk. So, yeah. Second question he asks is, if you could only have six fingers and ten toes, or ten fingers and six toes, what would you choose and why? I'd probably do uh, 10 fingers, 6 toes, because I'm a person who uses my hands a lot for this stuff. So, it sounds a little disturbing. Like, I'm going to be real. I'm a bit grossed out by this question. So, I'd rather keep my hands where it currently is. So, if this sounds like a question deflection, it kind of is. Dreamsloffin asks, what is your favorite galaxy? Ooh. Ironically, I'm taking a life in the universe class at my college for my science requirement. Because if it goes better, probably there was a recent galaxy discovery with possible habitable planets. I would say our own, but... Potentially, I would like to eventually be res- to see one discovered. Uh, one final question. This is from Two Socks. Uh, if you look here, the SIG he has is... I've actually made that SIG. So, Two Socks asks, which team has the best branding? Uh, Silverbacks is actually a reference to the movie King Kong. So you got that. Baltimore Hawks sounds like very similar to Baltimore Ravens, but there is a large hawk population. Uh, we have Berlin Fire Salamanders. Unique branding, but I don't understand why the full name. Sarasota Sailfish. Looks like a Florida Marlins is the Florida Marlins knockoff team. I'm going to repeat what Joe said. The logo is a complete ripoff of the Marlins design. If Sarasota were to get a new logo, I would like it. Um, then we have Austin Copperheads, I think is unique. He originally had the original Poop Snack logo. I still have it. And the current Star Snake. 
The Star Snake is a bit more detailed, and I was there when we switched from the Poop Snack to the teal colors that Austin is predominantly using. The poop color is still there, but it's an alternate, so if you want to know why that exists, uh, just ask the team who designed it. Orange County Otters, San Jose Sabercats. San Jose Sabercats is the similar name to an arena football team that has been around for a long time. The Orange County Otters, for the longest time, were... Basically, what Hamilton was for a good chunk of recent memory in SHL. The Evil Empire, you pretty much, you're joining them or you're not getting an award. Or your player's going to suck. Because as we don't have problems here with incompetent GMs. Uh, SHL does have that problem where some teams are being run like garbage. And pretty much, SHL's being run amok by super teams. ISFL is not. Y'all nice example of Arizona was going ahead that way of being that dominant super team. They kind of were. They had two ultimates. They made it back this year. Well, I got crushed by Yellow Knife. So I'm glad Yellow Knife put Arizona in their place. Arizona Outlaws, this is a we actually had legal permission from the USFL, the guy who owned the rights to the name, to use it. So that's why we have it. Uh, New Orleans second line, I don't understand that name. But if I have to go with a favorite branding, I'd still go with the Copperheads. But Chicago Butchers is a good name, too. I'd say Austin first, Chicago second. So I would like to thank you all for listening to this podcast. Please stay safe. Don't do anything stupid. And for anyone in this draft, good luck. And, and I wish you well. See ya.